That's right, you are now listening to Tommy Tom's One Mic. Warning, this podcast contains explicit language, triggering or sensitive topics, and controversial discussions. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tommy Tom's One Mic. I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, flip personality, you know it's I. You never see my kind, never seen a fucking sliver or a slice. I'm the butcher, choice cuts, no, I'm nice. You got beef? I got waggle with a knife. Now I'm gonna be wrapping up bodies up at night. Like Ray Charles, y'all know I'm out of sight. Now I'm gonna be slaying niggas, cause you know I love the life. Yo, you gotta read between the lines. I'm only gonna be moving when I'm reading through all the signs. Johnny Mnemonic, I got an upgraded mind. This is for the rebels and the revolutionary minds. Cybernetic linguistics, you know I'm on my mind. Prototype the new dimension, man, that shit is mine. Future is creation and creation is sublime. Make your own legend, only happens with time. Let's hit the mic. Hey guys, welcome back to Tommy Tom and One Mic. And today I bring to you a queen, a queen, I must say. Yes, there's not many Jewish ladies that I know very much, but by far my favorite one, my favorite one. I probably have caused this girl much frustrations in her life, uh, <laughs> aggravations and whatnot, but she is still a sweetheart. She always has this smile and whatnot. And if you ever see any pictures of us together, I look like a complete buffoon while she is always looking shall i say fleek i think that is the word that the kids use i don't know we'll just leave it as is but today i bring old friend miss samantha lefberg teacher extraordinaire okdc queen i could go on and on but samantha please introduce yourself say hi oh hi i love the introduction <laughs> I mean, i'm that I'm your favorite Jew. That means a lot. And I was nodding the whole time when you were saying that you uh, definitely caused me some frustrations back in the day. I mean, our friendship goes back. You're 13? 20. If you want to be like, uh, it's almost 20 years. If okay. you think about it, because when I got, <laughs> just for a little backstory, so Samantha and me probably would have never met if I hadn't uh, messed with what we would refer to as the wacky tobacco. I guess back in back in our day, I hadn't messed with that, got in trouble with my parents. So as a punishment, they sent me to a day camp the year before I went into high school. And I got to admit, I was uh, very furious about that. It actually took years before my parents actually admitted that's why they sent me to the day camp. Uh, it was actually a source of contention between me and my mom of just like, just admit that that's why you sent me. Please just do that. But I went and of course... You know, uh, I get on there, I'm new, I don't really know anybody. So I just sit towards the front and it's almost like they have the lines of all that. So all the older kids in the back and I can still, I have my headphones on, but I can still hear it's like, who's that? Who's, who is that? And whatnot questions. I, I, I want to say one of you, I want to say it's one, it was one of the Merediths came up and like asked a few questions and then went back and whatnot. Then of course I get off the bus and there's a familiar face there who knows me and then i see that there's a, a lot of questions of who is this guy that is just showing up pretty much a little late to the game into yeah. our little world and of course sam was as i stated the queen so she had to know what was going on she had to know and that is no folks that is not a nosy jew joke no it's just that sam she had to know what was going on she had yeah. to see it 
you're at my camp. I got to find out who all my new people are. And plus, like everyone that was going to camp had been there. Go, We would go there since we were, what, eight, nine years old. So when any time someone new came, it was like, who is this person? But aren't you happy for the camp? <laughs> so, all right, I'll be honest. So, like, I was a little disappointed I didn't get to go to the dance that year. <laughs> uh, you can use that against me anytime you like, as we know anybody that knows me knows I hate dancing or anything so the fact that I actually was like oh man because the agreement with my parents was like I'll go and then for a certain amount of time and I reached that time so it was done and I was like uh, I actually was having kind of fun mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm glad they can't see your face it's just this like mm -hmm, this little smug she's got towards me right now she's like I know, I know. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but I had uh it was it was fun and it was always interesting uh going to the camp because it was its own little world just a bunch of different characters and whatnot running around so it was fun but I think definitely you did stand out I will give you that credit and all that I will also admit that maybe I had a little crush on your sister, uh, but that was what it was. <laughs> I thought you were about to say you had a crush on me. And I was like, aw, I, I kind of have that feeling about my sister. My you know sister. what it is? You know That's what it was? What was it? The short hair. Oh. I, I've oh. always had a thing for shorter hair. And, you know, you guys are, you know, spoiler, they are twins. Not like identical, <laughs> but they are twins. So it was just that funny thing. It was like, I like the short hair blonde. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is this just a proving look on her face right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't worry. But I, I, I've grown. I grew to love me some of my favorite, as my nickname for her was Juju. Now, for anybody wondering of the spelling, it's J-U-J-U. -U, okay. I try and keep it, you know. Did you not know that? Or did you always think I... J-U, like after like the candies. Yeah, yes, the jujubes. That yes. that was essentially the base. It's, uh, you know, that weird metaphor, I guess you can say, or uh, whatnot, just to play, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> but, you know, we were at the camp for one year as a count, uh, camper. Did I work there three years? I think I might have worked there three years or two. You might have done three, because I remember we did... We were co-directors for a year together. I was uh, Samantha's almost rival, I guess you could say, in a certain sense of, uh, like, it's like, Sam's like, I've been here forever. This is my my camp. Who's this guy coming in? It's suddenly uh, stepping on my turf and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> it was enjoyable. I knew you uh, You had your, uh, what's going to call it? I guess you would say uh, your protectiveness of uh okdc that that's mm -hmm. that was your home place so i had a lot to prove i guess to you that i could that is very true and uh we didn't do a very good job that year that's we, <laughs> i don't think helen will ever have like two we had three co-direct we yeah there's three of us trying to direct senior area you myself and jeremy oh yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was just a mess Hey, but it's better than my first year working there. I must have been almost fired like several times. Yes, I remember that. You had a couple of warnings. But now look oh, at you. 
it was in the beginning and then towards like the end it like smoothed out that it was fine so i was very uh surprised when she offered uh director hood and whatnot to me i was like oh you're just a glutton for punishment but then again let's face it i was the only one that could control the teen boys <laughs> yeah they listened to you never me they had, they had no choice but to listen to me <laughs> yeah. and i know one of them's already a cop now wait who is the cop now sean wow yeah oh, oh, oh trust me i have like it's so i don't know if you've bumped into some of your old campers yes i have the do weirdest you, feeling do you remember Marin? yes so yeah i would run into her and it's just weird having conversations with her and i'm like she's an adult but i remember when you were six years old and you were like playing with my hair and like now like you know you're gonna try to make your own business now and there's a couple others that I try to like keep up with and I want to make sure that they're okay. Like there was a, a few that like, like Dylan, do you remember Dylan? Yes. I remember like, I really tried to really work with him. I've always like kept tabs on him, but yeah, that was my sad story. I bump into them randomly or they like had a crew that like hung out in Wordsboro and stuff and I would see them. And it's just like one of those things of like, oof. Did they recognize, Did they recognize you? Yeah, they recognize me. <laughs> I've, I've, I've kind of, I think I've implanted maybe even like a little fear code into like a couple of them. That okay. is like an interesting thing. <laughs> I remember like maybe one of the regents, I'm just like hanging out outside and one of them came down with like his, his friends from the middle school or something. Mm-hmm. And he sees me. And so he's going to try and act big with his friends, <laughs> like come at me or something. And I had to like, kind of just like, Flip him over, then put him on the ground real quick and just be like, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember his name. That's bad, whatever. But you see the kids and it's like, I remember I used to watch you, you know, make sure you didn't hurt yourself. Yeah. I remember watching you like, you know, pick your nose and now look at you. <laughs> kids. I guess in like doing that, and like in the transition, I know you are now a teacher, mm -hmm. of course, you transition. And I do keep track of your videos and stuff. And there okay. was one recently that I was like, oh my God, she's doing the OKDC thing where you're trying to get your like class's attention or something. I'm like, that is eerily sim similar to what she used to have to do when the kids were just like loud in the camp and whatnot. There's a lot of things from camp. Like I... Thinking back to camp, like everyone would always tell me I'd be a good teacher. And I kept saying, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a writer. And I kept saying that. And then finally, obviously things have changed where I was like, yeah, I think I would be a really good teacher. And there's a lot of things from camp that I use in my classroom. So yeah, the video I think was like, when I say, yo, you say soy, I think it was like a color war chant. Well, I was like, I just want them to chant with me. And like, they think it's so weird, but I'm like, I don't care. I kind of want it to be fun and weird. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I, I think it was a smoothest transition for you. I think I think that's where you and I related with the writing. Like I said, Samantha and me had like this little rivalry thing or something. It's like, oh, you like writing? Yeah, I like writing. What's up? And <laughs> I think I think we even had like a bet or something at one point of like who's gonna get published first? Winner. <laughs> I, I you want I still have your book. I oh, God, burn it. Please, just burn it. Why? 
I hate that book so much. You know why I hate that book so much? Because the editing? I spent so much time, yeah, the editing. I spent so much time working on it and just to send in the wrong manuscript and then you get it and then you see loose, L-O-O-S-E. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, wasn't it, man. Wasn't it dad's fault? You're like, my dad brought the wrong copy. No, it, it's, it was mine solely because ah. I, I had to uh, email it. And so I thought the edited one that I had worked with the head of the English department at my high school was the one I was given. But it was the pre before we had gone through and fixed a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when I got it and I saw that, it was just, oof, oof, death. So anytime, and the other thing why I hate it is because then it became, oh, you're the kid that wrote the book, right? Like I even got that in college. Like some people from Sullivan County ended up up in Cortland. Yeah. I remember going into a gas station one day and some kids just there, he looks at me, oh, yo, you're the kid that wrote the book. And it was just like, oh my God, I can't escape. (laughs) I thought it was a good book. Even if she she gets mad at me, she's still a sweetheart. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, like I said, I keep track of your themes. I, of course, uh, see you working out. I'll still take you down, though. Uh, I have (laughs) have too much Yeah, I started working out a lot more, especially because of the pandemic. Last year, I hit a breaking point, probably like September, October. Like, I always, like, try to work out. And when it comes to teaching, though, like, I am very, like, I'm all in with teaching. I forget all about myself. I'll forget to eat. I forget to sleep. I'll forget to just do the basic stuff that you should probably be doing to make yourself happy. And when the whole remote learning was happening last year, like I lost myself. I completely like my apartment was a mess. I was, I had dirty dishes all over the place. Um, I started having really bad anxiety attacks. Like I couldn't, I couldn't teach. I couldn't breathe. And I finally like, was like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get a trainer. And because of that, like, I feel like that's helped me put me in a better place to, I, cause I personally think I can't be the teacher that I want to be unless I am happy with myself and mentally. Okay. And yeah, I've just been working out and I keep working out and it just makes me happier. And I feel like it just, that trickles into the classroom too. And it trickles into like my own life, just being a happier person. No, like I said, I, I see you, uh, you know, I see the videos, you with the ropes uh, and just the lifting and all that. I'm like, ooh, Juju's, Juju's getting buff. I, I, might, I might have to just like mess with her now before it's too late because my body's falling apart. So I, I need to. <laughs> 10 years later. Yeah, 10 years. Hey, Tom, you remember the spiders in my lunchbox and all, <laughs> all the hey, back take on me yeah arm wrestling so I think my ass though just endless pride that I just like I gotta I can't I can't have let let you have this one up on me I can't have you I'll give I'll give you I'll give you some stuff but there's certain things I'm just like I can't I can't do it have you been in a fight before yeah never mind never mind okay then you are very strong okay good for you Mainly any fight I've ever got into, I attribute it to one, I'm not the I'm not the biggest guy, so there's already an underestimation. And two, I'm not the prettiest guy, so I don't care about getting hit. So <laughs> it's a completely different story. It's like, what are you gonna do to me? And plus I, 
to kind of go into it or you're like, I'm supposed to lose. All right. I got nothing to lose thus. Right. So. Okay. It's always been a frustration with like my friends or something. If we like back in the day when we would like wrestle, we can't do that now. We're too old to do that. Uh, <laughs> I think a couple 30 year olds uh, wrestling at a bar is, you know, it's not the best look. No, but I would pay to see that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> until like midnight right now and go to a, a bar and just that happen regardless it happens <laughs> in the city that's right because you are in the city now i know that <laughs> how was that transition uh i guess because relatively you and i kind of didn't grow up that far apart no uh, only like a few miles different schools but right so small town and then i moved to the city thinking that it was going to be just like all the, what I saw on TV shows and movies. Went through my money super quickly. I remember, so I've been living in the city now for 11 years. My first maybe five or six years were very tough, like just trying to pay for things and like wondering, like just how to save. And I think finally I'm at a better place where I'm like, I can, you know, take my credit card out and charge it. And I don't have to look back at my bank statements right away and figure out like, how am I going to pay for groceries? Or like, I can only buy bread and peanut butter for the week. But like, I think I've always loved the city. Um, I like where I am now. I'm in Greenpoint, Williamsburg. It's the hipster area. Uh, it's still relatively quiet. There's a park still. There's still like, it's, it's lively, but it's not like congested. So it's, it's nice. I love it. I'll never, yeah. I'll never back. <laughs> never back to the countryside. You done? No. You done with- I, I do have to say, like, I, it is, I always have a smile on my face whenever I come home and visit, but I also have a big smile when I see that skyline and the city light. Can't, you can't get sick of that for sure. Yeah, yeah def- definitely when I started uh, doing stand up and I had to go into the city, at first it was like deer and headlights. I'm trying to figure out, I'm definitely touristy trying to look at the phone to figure out the uh, metro system and all that stuff. Now I literally can just like, all right, I know what you, I know what I got to do. And it's like, if I bring people with me, it's like, just follow me. We just got to, yeah. got to move. That That is the trick, I think, in the city. Just keep moving. We didn't have smartphones. So like, I had to like, just figure it out. Or I would call a friend and tell her exactly where I was. And she had to go on her computer on MapQuest and like, tell me what I was looking at. I also moved to the city and I thought that every subway just went to the, the spot that you wanted to go. I didn't know that there was different lines. You had to transfer. Oh. Like there are many times where I've ended up all the way on the wrong side. Like I've ended up all the way in the Bronx or in Queens, just like just trying to figure out these subway stations. I, I'm good now. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I didn't know like uh, up or down, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand. I was like, I just need to go. This is where it says I need to take this bus. So I'll just go on this one. Wait, I'm going the wrong direction. I'm going the opposite way I want to go. Shoot, now I have to get out, do this. It's, I think it's the, one of the most uh, underrated thing that people uh, that don't grow up in the city have to learn is definitely the transportation and the metro and all that. And, you know, mm-hmm. some people hate it. I, I actually quite enjoy it for some reason. Okay. Maybe I'm sick and I'm just, you know, I know I'm a glutton for punishment. I just, I don't know. Like, I have friends out there that have been heavily pushing for me to move out to the city. But as you have stated with uh, my I was like, I'm not in the financial standpoint to go out there just yet. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have to explain that to them. I remember uh, recently I went visit my friend in Queens 
And he's like, he's really getting on me. He's like, man, you should really do it. I mean, right up the block. There's like five of my friends from the from college that live within block of each other. And then they have their hometown friends. It's like a whole community that they have. Oh, Tom, you need to join the community and stuff like that. I'm like, that's great. I know what you pay for your place. I yeah. also know how much you make a week. And let me tell you, what you make in a week is more than I make in a month. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just reel it back for me. Just reel it back for me. I have to plan and whatnot. But I don't know. I think, and I know, maybe speak for yourself. I feel like I feel a little uh, freer in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, like opposed to like walking in like the small town where, I don't know, I get anxious and I don't know what to do when I'm walking one way and another person's walking another way. It's like, do I make eye contact? Do I not make eye contact? Mm-hmm. It's like that that like weird thing just looks straight like a zombie sometimes. In a city, it's just everyone's moving. And it's like, you know what? I almost like that no one really gives a crap about who, who's there. We're all just focused and we have our task and all that. I thrive, I guess, in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And no one's like looking at you or we've all seen everything at this point. So we're like, everyone's just like, all right, that's a Tuesday and just keep walking. Like totally normal. Yeah. When I went back to see, honestly, I like, I got off around uh, Avenue A. And as soon as I got up out of the subway, I started walking. And all of a sudden there is a topless woman who is clearly wet her pants, just walking by. No one blinks an eye. And I'm just like, huh. Okay. This is, all right. Mm-hmm. New York's back, baby. We're back. <laughs> you know? Welcome. I think, like, I've seen everything now on the subway. I think, like, one of the things I did, I, I had to text my sister. This guy was, like, literally, like, dropped his pants and took a, a crap. And, like, <sighs> keep walking. Because, like, all right. And I text my sister. And I'm just like, I've seen it all now. I've seen it all. <laughs> did you ever see that uh, video of, I think, uh, it was, like, a subway cleaner mopping the floors or whatnot. And guy just went over and crapped in his bucket or something oh god i'm mad but i'm sure it happens all the time mm-hmm. like i love hearing like people complain about new york just like oh new york's just so disgusting and all that it's like from all the stories i hear la is pretty disgusting because they'll just do that on the streets at least ours just keep it in the homeless just keep it in like the subways or something yeah. like that a more respectful yeah. a little more a little more <laughs> Not on the streets. Do it in the subway that already looks the way it is. But Mm -hmm. like I said, I love it. And knowing what I know of you and all that, I can say objectively seeing you now, you seem infinitely in, I guess, almost a better place than when maybe I first met you and through those years and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that kind of censored on its own right there. <laughs> like when I was like, yeah, 13 emo girl cries every day. Just stopped crying like a year ago. So I'm <laughs> 33. But no, I think, yeah, definitely in a better place, much happier. Kind of come into your own, I think. Yeah. I think you're, and it's that thing that comes with age and time that you just kind of get comfortable in your own skin and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think you've, you found this nice groove in teaching. You may have said, yeah, I, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a writer and all that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was definitely destined. And I think your kids are better off having you as their teacher. 
I can say that honestly. <laughs> I feel the same way and sometimes I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They are lucky to have me as their teacher. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> That's what I say to them all the time. I'm like, aren't I the best teacher ever? And they're honest, like, no. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm gonna minds in your future and they're just like you're not I'm like okay you're gonna be one of those teachers they can look back at and know you were definitely invested in them okay like and anything you've done I've always known that you've you have investment when you put your mind to something that that's it you're just gonna have that mm -hmm. investment and all that and it's almost like blinders nothing's gonna get in the way of that and yeah. I can tell when it comes to teaching blinders it up that's your focus you these are my kids. I want to make sure yeah. you you succeed and stuff. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I live by the quote, like, be the teacher you needed when you were a student. So I think like, you know, we'll every I could be that teacher that they think back on, just like not remembering the lessons, but like, you know, whatever I did for them. Maybe it was like a moment they were having a bad day, they needed someone to talk to, or maybe it was the games that I was playing in the class, but just something that like they needed at one time in their life. They just needed that one teacher. And I hope, I hope that they can look back and they will say, Oh, it was Miss Lefberg. I don't know. That would be nice. <laughs> the icing on the cake. If anything, maybe you'll have a comic who will have some jokes about you. Can you believe I had a teacher try and like, to use like camp things to try and get me to pay attention to her? This <laughs> I tell the kids, I'm like, I save every work. I'll save one piece of work from all my students. I've been teaching for 10 years now. And I said, if you become famous, I'm going to sell that signature that I have of yours and I'm going to make my money. But <laughs> so far, I don't have any famous students yet. I have students doing amazing things, but not that famous yet. Mm -hmm. See, there, there's the truth, everybody. It's she, she's such a great teacher hoping for your success. So <laughs> she, she can retire sooner. <laughs> so I can, then she can go to a real goal. Now yeah. I can be a writer. I'm retired. I can sit here. Yes. Exactly. So but you chose you chose Spanish. Yeah. Didn't you? Because I, I also know, like I said, I, I feel like almost like a stalker. Almost is just, but it's just social media. Facebook. I'll tell you what I had planned in the second half of this because I did have something planned for you, but <laughs> the social media OCD where you're, you go on there you have to check in it's like all right let me see all the stories and all that so of course I see that but I also remember back on Facebook you uh you went to Spain didn't you I did I lived in Spain I studied abroad in Sevilla and then the following year I went back and I worked in a hotel for about six months uh -oh. didn't know what I was gonna do with my life because I again I kept trying to run away from the fact that I didn't want to be a teacher so I moved to Spain <laughs> no I'm a I'm a white girl teaching Spanish. If it makes you feel any better, you definitely speak way better Spanish than I do. And I'm part Puerto Rican. I think no. you taught me words. Probably bad words, because that's like the only thing my mom ever taught me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember doing words with you. For all you Spanish teachers, the, the first sentence my mom told taught me was, Besame culo de como y media. Uh, <laughs> you know, so... You know, she set me up for ultimate fail. Like, my dad's still mad at her. She's like, why didn't you talk to him in Spanish while he was a kid? You could have made it all easier. My worst subject in school, Spanish. <laughs> I just didn't have the patience or anything to do it. Uh, 
I've always had like an understanding, I guess, just because I have Spanish members in my family, so I can mm-hmm. hear, and it's like I can almost translate. But as to like speaking and writing, I'm like, mm-hmm, no, no, can't do it. <laughs> maybe I, if I had a, you know, a great teacher like Miss Lesberg, you know, maybe yeah. I could have, maybe I could have. And I had like, I had a drunk in college, honestly. <laughs> like he, he would open his class being like. Yeah, if you're 21, you know, uh, this bar, the Red Jug, you got a uh, free lunch and stuff that they serve and all that. He would always like throw that out. I think my first year off campus and I was still 20. And then the following year, me and my friends started going to the, to the bar. And it's like, wow, he was right. This does have like a free lunch and like a uh, happy hour at this time. Was he there, was he there at all when you, when you guys would have times. He was there a couple of oh. times. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Well, you know, you teach at like a high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. High school, way different than college, I guess, for the teachers and stuff. Like, I think college teachers are a little more open with their kids. Uh, Trust me, there's like plenty of teachers that just I would get into conversations with about stuff. And I'm just like, this is definitely not a teacher student conversation that should be having, but I'm enjoying it. They're they're curious Mm -hmm. about what I'm doing and with my my wild 20s and stuff (laughs) (laughs) so I look back I'm like oh that's what I did you gotta gotta cleanse yourself yeah I I like to or have a holy uh, exorcism or something just get these demons out was not not the highlights of my life (laughs) no uh definitely but how how was Spain exactly like you know I've I've never gone abroad so you know I would just all I had was you know little pictures on there and be like oh look look it's little Juju she's in she's in Spain (laughs) yeah I mean it was it was a blast I didn't live with a host mother I lived with the three other four other girls I went through the new Paltz program so I went to school at Oswego but I didn't want to go Oswego was only going to Madrid and I was just like I don't want to go to a city I want to go somewhere that's a little bit more quiet and Sevilla is still a city, but it's still quieter. It's, there's no like giant subway stations or anything like that. Um, and everyone I lived with was great. The classes I took were amazing. Um, we would only have classes Monday through Thursday. So that Fridays we could like actually go travel. So traveling around Europe is a little bit more cheap. Like I took a mm. flight for 30 bucks to Italy. Um, I mean, it was just... It, I wish that I appreciated it a little bit more, but I was young. I didn't take full advantage. I also had a boyfriend at the time who I had to constantly be on my computer and just like sit and talk to him. And I didn't really like immerse myself in the food and the culture as much. So the second time I went, I really took full advantage. I lit went to a very small town. No one spoke any English. It was a dead in the dead of winter. So it was a beach town. So it was completely dead. And then right when the winter, when summer came, it got really packed, but like literally we only were speaking Spanish. I was eating the, the food there. I, I became more fluent just living there than like all the years that I was taking Spanish. And I wish I could go back. <laughs> I did go how back. I did go back. <laughs> and visit, how, was, that was- uh, how was the food? This is of course for me. Um, I- the food is just amazing. Um, I have tried to find so many Spanish style restaurants in the city that are equivalent to it. 
and there are very few and far between like it's just it sometimes it's like tastes just like it but it's just missing that that one little piece which is Spain the food is amazing so fresh the coffee was just absolutely like the best I just everything I'm very biased Spain was just absolutely everything so yeah definitely go I'm curious this is my time for later I was like do you have a favorite Spanish spot in the city? Um, in the city, I don't have one in the city. I actually have one actually near my home, my my apartment. It's called El Born. Hmm. Uh, the cuisine is very. The person, the owner, is definitely. I think he is from Barcelona, and he they like certain foods and the sangria. Like that's like they're very. It's very on point with Spain. Oh, you um, just said the magic word, sangria. Sangria, <laughs> but that one I definitely recommend. Those are good. Now I want tapas. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No problem. That's why I'm here. You know, I yeah. you know, I, I do the pleasantries, but I still have to throw in a couple digs here and there. I just got a mess, you know, gotta keep yeah. you honest. Gotta keep it honest here with you, Juju. Mm-hmm. But we will take a quick little break. And when we come back, I will reveal to Juju what I had planned for her. What that is, well, you have to come back and hear. All right, that's it. So we'll be right back after this. And we're back. I hope you all have been enjoying this fun conversation with Miss Samantha Lethberg, teacher extraordinaire. I'm not gonna go into all the ex- all the other stuff, you know. I think I've 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 pumped you up enough. All right. I can't can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. There's <laughs> definitely a joke there, but I'm trying to be polite here, okay? But Before we went to break, I did state that I had planned something. There was something that I wanted to do for my dear friend, Miss Samantha. Now, we have to do a little backstory, okay? So in college, I made this stupid website for writing as a project, right? Samantha was generous enough to donate some writing to it, and I put it up. Uh, then I entered into my dark depression years and poor Samantha started teaching. Kids found the website. She would consistently hit me up, but I was in such a dark place. I would hide. Uh, I was actually scared of Samantha at that point in time. She probably didn't know that. So I just kind of hid and I felt like crap about it. So in my head, I was like, I want to make something up. And after I got out of rehab and I did all my stuff, I realized, you know, I should. And I was in the city one day and I decided, you know what, let me just send this, send her a message. Let me just like directly apologize for that. And in that, I was sitting at my favorite Spanish spot in the city, El Camion Cantina over on Avenue, right? Wonderful place, great frozen margaritas. Uh, And you know, it's legit when there's an old Spanish lady that comes out of the back to fill up her water or Pepsi every so (laughs) often. So it's legit. Now, on the way to the place this day, I just happened to pass a mariachi band. And so in my mind, I was like, you know, it'd be real cool. I would like to get her down. Just have have like a dinner or something with her. And I would love to get this mariachi band to come in and play like Hava Nagila or something. Just see if I can convince them to do that. Just to see the, as she grins, shaking her head at me, just to see her reaction and all of that. Just to be like, I'm sorry, Tushio. I'm sorry. I hope this makes up. And yeah. just embarrassment. That would make it. Do you know, for years, my students would taunt me over those poems. 
Oh. Like at one point, cause like they get to the point where they're like, Ooh, I want to search up my teacher. First thing they find is that website. And oh. then randomly, like, I think a kid took an exam. It started like my second year. And he wrote me a little note and he said, uh, water park thriller wasn't that good. And I was like, I, I read it and I was like, what? I'm like, this is so confusing. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then the next day he comes in and he starts quoting my poem. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, like that website is still up. And I remember like reaching out to you, you didn't answer. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll figure it out. I was like, maybe no one else will do it. But then every year, like there'll be one kid that just kept standing up and be like, it hurts so much. I love you. You don't even know my pain. And the kids are just like, were you depressed? You sound so sad in these poems. Like, like what was going on with you? And I was like, it's like, I'm getting bullied. And then finally, like what, I feel like it was like six years later. I was like, I, I called Corlin. I was like, you have to get this website off. My students are bullying me. Help me. And it literally took them like a second to do. And I was like, great. Thank you. Yeah. Like I said, I am uh, totally sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't even go into details actually exactly what I was doing. I don't know what number DWI I was on at that point in time and stuff in my life. Uh, <laughs> but it is clear to say I was in a bad place. And But it doesn't make up, I guess, for not. So I, of course, wanted to do something fun that would both make you smile and probably embarrass you a little. Because uh, I think that is... a probably the best definition of our relationship <laughs> i'd say so yeah you don't have to do it i i take i accept your help it's totally fine we're, we're good you sure no, i mean I'm the positive. other idea was just sending them to whatever school you worked at I, figuring I, it out and then <laughs> very scared <laughs> no, no no don't worry we're good we're good even we're good we're good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> see this is this is the this is the part of the video i would clip off the show just the look on your face as you look off in the distance like this I i'm just remembering i'm remembering the poems that i wrote and i remember like thinking like that they were so good but then i also am just like i wish that someone turned around and was like you should be very careful what you post on the internet because you never know what's gonna bite you in the ass and oh hello <laughs> 14 year olds are like now going home be like my 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 teacher has a website i think she said oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it's not. no one can no. uh, well that was that that was my little fun plan i wanted to do of course i you know never uh went to fruition i don't think i get I, I really got to catch you for when i was doing a show out there it was like weird like sometimes i go out there it's like hey are you you happen to be around and you're like, oh, I just went home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we literally oh. passed each other. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely see your shows. I would for sure. Well, now that things are a little more open and all that, and I'll be heading back out there, you know, of course, you know, as a teacher, there is the curiosity of, you know, I had a bunch, let's say most of the people I know have kids and whatnot. So it's always just like the curious thing of like, how is this teaching going? And I would see what it was, I was like, oh, these kids are so screwed. <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> this is no way. But I'm yeah. curious, you know, you're at a higher level and all that. And you're teaching another language as to how does that like work with a digital learning, I guess you could say. 
So I'm actually in person now, but when we were remote last year, I mean, it was just, I'll be honest, it was a shit show because one, I only had live classes two days out of the week. And then the rest, I would have to post something asynchronous. So most of the time, like I could tell the kids were using Google Translate. Mm. Were they focused? I don't know. During the classes, majority of them had their cameras off, um, which is probably like whatever. Um, but yeah, like they weren't even sl- like slick about hiding the fact that they use Google Translate. I like I'll give them credit when like credits due if they, they're being sneaky, but they literally just copy and pasted things from Google Translate and it'll mm-hmm. be in the font. And then there was always like a shading in the background of it. And then I would ask them like, hey, did you use Google Translate? Like, no, no, no. And I'm like, why did my cursor go over this? And it's literally, if I click it, it brings me right to Google Translate. So remote learning with with like trying to teach it like I you know I tried my best like there's a lot of great like tech tools that the kids like one in particular is called ed puzzle like you make a video of yourself and you pause it and you can like ask questions and the kids mm. and they can't go on any other tabs they actually have to watch it um, and they can't skip through it and they have to answer the questions so I feel like that might have been helpful too because they could rewatch the videos as much as possible and I can see that they're actually paying attention I mean, or they had somebody else doing their work. I, you know, it was just, it was a free, <laughs> at least now in person, I can like see them actually writing and, and working. Um, that's a so that's- hands-on thing. Cause I mean, especially in learning another language, I, I think that's definitely key. I mean, even looking back at college, if I had to do, I, I actually did have one. It was human evolution where the teacher literally said, your whole grade is based on your final. And I'm going to give you all the questions and all that. There's going to be a study sheet. So I never went to class. And then when it came to the final, I was like, well, mo- like about 20% or 25% is going to be multiple choice. And the rest are short answers. And as a writer, let me tell you something. I love short answers or having to write an essay. That was majority of my college. That's probably why I didn't take it so seriously. Uh, you know, 12.5 font to extend it a little and it's unrecognizable <laughs> now or they, they'll make the period like point uh it would be like 16 points so it like spaces it out more see that's that's that's, that's too much that's too much Terrible. if you can see the disapproving uh head shake of a teacher right now <laughs> never do that <laughs> that was the that was the trick hey we all had them we all had our tricks Mm-hmm. we're just a goody two-shoes and i'm sure you've heard that plenty of times yes i know yep 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 so sorry <laughs> but yeah you know, as i promised i wouldn't talk any of the other stuff i know samantha leftberg has a <laughs> we'll just leave it at that yeah i know i know the truth i know the truth I, i'm a teacher i am mm-hmm. teacher i am teacher samantha like great like angel angelic all that good stuff at your core you're a sweetheart you you know we all have our our demons at times and stuff that we have to deal with and go through and like i said i am uh, very proud at seeing the person you've become like i said i follow uh, i you know i guess i stalk you i stalk laments honestly like if you could just do this for me every week just just telling me <laughs> And like, I just, I think that would like make my life more fulfilling. I was, I had to grease the squeaky wheel, you know, uh, it was, it was like, all right, you know what? I, when, uh, it's funny, you sent that picture 
if you actually look on my Facebook, you would see the very first picture I uploaded is a picture of you and me. Oh, now I'm going to have to look. Okay. I actually, and once again, it's you with, you know, looking all fresh and whatnot. And it's me. I think I have my leg wrapped around you with like the dopiest look on my face or something. Uh, okay. I'm trying to remember <laughs> to find that picture. But it is uh, it is the very first picture on uh, my Facebook that I ever uploaded. So there you are. <laughs> very special. <laughs> of course, I had to guess up. That, that's how I got her. That's how I got her on the podcast. I had a message. Uh, I, I think I've called her queen more times than I ever have in my life. <laughs> more like someone wants to like talk to me about like, and like just wants to talk to me, just hear my, my, my voice. I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> you. Of so course. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you were always one of the more interesting people and you have your opinion and you will stick with it. Uh, you know? I think that's the thing of where I have respect for you. And sometimes we would bump heads because we both yeah. have that uh, stubbornness of, I, I have my idea of how things should go. You have your idea of how things should go and all mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, I always respect it. All right. She has her view. I'll respect it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful. I uh, screwed up and got sent to day camp so that I could meet this crazy girl who Maybe at first I was like, I don't know what I think about this girl. I don't know. But over time, it was like, yeah, she can get on my nerves sometimes, but I probably get on her nerves. But I won't have it anyway. I enjoy I enjoy this girl and all that. And like I said, there would be times we would have our own private conversations, especially uh, when we were in college and all that. I know you would hit me up sometimes and stuff like that. And I never forgot any of those conversations. I always took them to heart. And like I said, I'm grateful for this opportunity to talk to you again. Now, I, uh, of course, had to make up for my screw-up, so it's good to be, I guess this is me making my amends, which I often have to do. (laughs) It's part of the course, but, you know, I'm glad to see where you're at, you know. I know you've had your trials and struggles and all that stuff, but you could always have that smile on your face, and and there's one thing I will always remember. It's, of course, the Sam Lefberg smile. Oh. <laughs> so I, never... I think I, I've, I've kissed your butt enough. Yes, you have. <laughs> so, you know, uh, usually at this time, you know, I usually let people promote anything that they would want to promote or anything like that. I don't know if you have anything that you want to do and all that, you know. Uh, I do, actually. Um, oh. It's- Find Samantha Husband. <laughs> Find Samantha Husband. It's really right. easy. So, so I'm going to ask you for the pick for this episode, and we're just going to put it up there, and that will be the title of the episode right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, desperation at its best. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that to you. I... I I'm working on titles. I usually have fun little titles that I attach to them. I think you'll enjoy it, though. Juju, I can see your nose. <laughs> you know that I, I see your nose comment? It wasn't for you. That was for somebody else. That is the, that's one of the few times I've actually been slapped by a woman. You would think I would be slapped so many more times. I can actually probably count on my hand the number of times that, like, someone's actually smacked me. 
in the face for the things I've said. It's amazing. I didn't slap you, did I? No, you haven't. No, No, I was on a Ferris wheel and I was like waving to you. I was like, hey, Tom. And you're like, I can see your (laughs) nose. We're in the middle of a fair and everyone can hear you. We're supposed to be counselors. We're supposed to be taking care of kids. I, yeah, look, it's uh. I don't know what it is with me. Honestly, I think I am the most abusive people to my coworkers. I, I definitely say that if they had a camera at a shop right at nights, like I've specifically worked nights, so I don't have to see people because yeah. I'm an angry person uh, sometimes. And I was like, if these cameras actually had audio, I would have been fired a long time ago. I would have been fired a long time ago for the things I say to my coworkers sometimes. Yeah. Which is the trick. You have to be a complete idiot when you're being mean, I guess. That is like, you know, I'm not being serious and all that, you know. Maybe a few times you thought you, you probably took something I said uh, serious, but I think it was more so also other emotions tied in. And then I was like the cherry on top. Right. For sure. <laughs> I always needed a target. Someone had to like piss me off and then make me cry I'm an easy one I'm an easy one but at the same time I think I also had that innate ability that is like all right if you can like stare me eye to eye for a while without smiling then I'll, I'll take you seriously about it and it's just it's not possible I'm too I'm too goofy look yeah you. do not mm-hmm. you know, smile yeah you're not supposed to agree with that Samantha you're not supposed oh, to oh sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> my bad anyway uh as you are find Samantha a husband we're gonna <laughs> post that up uh you know what i'm that might just be the advertisement for the episode i might just find go through i might use my stalking ability go through all your things be like, let's find all the best pictures and be like are you looking for a smooth cool jewish woman in your life we got her and she, teaches, she teaches and she's organized and she's energetic and she can cook and she can speak spanish that's it that would yeah. be the hook and yeah. <laughs> But thank um, you once again. And guys, no. as always, if you're listening to this podcast, great, you found the podcast. Please hit that like, subscribe, or whatever is available to whatever platform you're listening to this. And of course, if you'd like to talk to me, yell at me for being so abusive towards this beautiful Jewish lady, <laughs> feel free to hit me up on at the TommyTom88 on Twitter or TommyTomP88 on Instagram. Samantha. Once again, thank you for doing this. You know, <laughs> I'm sure you I had love, no idea uh, what you were going to get into. <laughs> Hope this was painless for you. <laughs> it was fine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Hey guys, we will catch you all next time. I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Flip personality, you know it's I. You never see my kind. Never seen a sliver or a slice. I'm the butcher choice. Cuts know I'm nice. You got beef? I got waggle with a knife. Now I'm going to be wrapping up bodies up at night. Like Ray Charles, y'all know I'm out of sight. Now I'm gonna be slaying this, cause you know I love the life. Early. Yo, you gotta read between the lines. I'm only gonna be moving when I'm read through all the signs. Johnny Mnemonic, I got an upgrade in mind. This is for the rebels and the revolutionary minds. Cybernetic linguistics, you know I'm on my mind. Prototype the new dimension, man, that shit is mine. Future is creation and creation is sublime. Make your own legend only happens with time.